Welcome to We're Listening, the podcast, a community where all voices are heard. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Join me for a lighthearted show about the human experience with live conversations, discussions, and interviews of some of the newest to the most established 3P practitioners from all over the world. So no matter if you've known the three principles for years or you're new to Daily Insights, we hope each episode will inspire you to demonstrate a community where all voices are heard. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome, 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 everyone. Thank you so much, so much for being here and tuning in. Uh, we got a good one today. Uh, a gentleman who's going to, to take some time and, and really, really point to the misunderstanding of the mind. No pun intended there, because that is his podcast, and that is where you will find him making part of his impact in this world. Please welcome to the show, Jason Shires. I said that right, right? You did, yeah, thank you. Yes. Everyone asked that, you know, and, and some people get it right, some people get it wrong, but um, great to be here with you. I, I, I haven't, we haven't been together for a while, but I kind of just even in these few minutes of kind of spending with you, I get a reminder of your energy, you know, and kind of charisma that shines through, you know, that I always feel joyful to be around. So oh, I'm, thank I'm you, glad man. to be in that space with you, you know, and see, see what's going to come out in this conversation. Oh yeah. And that's, that's what I'm most excited about. Like I, I was telling you before I hit the button, there are just things that I remember about you that, that were very good reference points for me. Yeah. Um, they were very, they were very like, I've always kind of looked across to see how you, how you've done and how you did be, as a result of that, in a sense. And, and it, it just always resonated with me as somebody I could kind of trust where you were to to kind of help keep going in my own yeah. uh, uh journey just from how that time we spent together uh during that that course but before before all that let me do this let me <laughs> let me give you an opportunity to just share with the the listeners who you believe jason is and and how you show up it's funny you know because my daughter said to me yesterday i said what's this i said to my daughter what she's 13 you know i said what's this thing on your whatsapp and she went well what's this thing on your whatsapp that says becoming nobody you know <laughs> that's what she said to me you know and I, I i love that i have this like love hate relationship with titles and credentials you know because the the love part of it is is that like because i've got like a list of letters and credentials these people people in the world of psychology and suffering and the, the the places that we often hang out you know want to think that i have something worthwhile saying you know unfortunately that's kind of one of the things that opens doors but i love that because it means it gets that i get to share something different with them and yeah. the hate bit is just my own kind of cringy relationship with this apparently separate identity called Jason that I that I show up in in the world you know it's kind of like that it's not a hate but it's like a it's, a it's a realization that I'm not really polishing developing and growing you know like myself by external qualifications you know what yeah. what, the, what the real value is is what comes from within and not the not the titles and letters and so on and stuff that I so used to crave when I went through all those qualifications so I am a psychotherapist you know I'm a, I'm a transformative coach um that's kind of worked in the mental health space I guess for 25 years um with addictions trauma and eating disorders that's my thing and I've been in recovery from addiction for 
29 years this year you know that was when my my uh horrific addiction kind of ended you know with the war on the streets you might call it you know it's kind of like it came to an end but it you know it wasn't where addiction inside of me ended you know there was a there was a further ongoing battle for multiple time before i found found this understanding that we talk about now you know so i've i've been on a long journey to to get here you know i've been in multiple uh, sometimes they felt like wars you know but i've been in multiple kind of levels of understandings of myself and the world and psychology and so on and stuff like that based on what i've done my trainings and where i've been in my own evolution you know yeah what does that look like practically though like it's it's it sounds i mean because again that's that's what i love about you because the 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 biggest i want to say biggest one of the biggest kind of impacts that was ever made on me is when dr pettit flipped for me upside down the need to go get like certifications and stuff when he Mm -hmm. said to me you know i love how you use your lived experience as your education and it was, it was a, I don't even know if it was meant to hit me like it, it did, but it was just like, oh yeah, like, yeah. And that, that kind of released a lot of pressures of me thinking I needed to go, like you say, get the, the credentialing and, and so on and so forth. But what is it, what does it look like with the, I want to, again, I won't, we won't use the term war, but the, the balancing act, that's, that's what we'll say. What does it look like now with the balancing act of that? practically do you mean like what did i do or what do you yeah yeah like how did that show up in business or life or yeah i I mean i i only became a psychotherapist to try and fix myself because i felt like i was broken okay I'd i'd been through addiction i'd found um abstinence you know recovery like abstinence from drugs and alcohol but i hadn't found abstinence from process addictions and stuff like that at the time and i was still deeply suffering with my internal experience. So I thought if I I started going to therapy because I thought I had problems that I needed to resolve. And I thought, well, if I could really become a therapist, then surely I would be able to fix myself or I would understand myself better to the point where I wouldn't suffer anymore. You know, it's like, so I went through years and years of and multiple different modalities of um, training in the world of psychology, you know, and um, after multiple times of qualifying and being credentialed and having letters after my name and certificates and so on, I kind of thought, you know, there's no difference. You know, it's kind of like, I don't feel any more prepared at the end than I did at the start. (laughs) You know, it's like to to help anyone or to, to point anyone to happiness because I'm not happiness or joyful. I'm not, I haven't experienced happiness and I'm not joyful. Now, I feel like now today, the benefit of that experience that I had in those credentials is massive. You know, it's kind of like with, with what I know about true nature and who we really are. And and there's a transitional period where I thought, particularly because you, you may have heard it like me, I kind of heard, it's not that people said it this way, but I heard it that therapy is bad and that it's not useful and that you don't need it, you know? And I kind of, in a way, jumped on the bandwagon in this new understanding that I'd found to criticize all other understandings other than a spiritual awakening but what i've realized in more recent years um is that it's all valuable you know it's all valuable and all of it is 
uh, tool in the toolbox for, you know, for being present with somebody with whatever seems relevant at the time, you know? So I, I feel like pretty, it was all valuable experience at the time. And I've gone through kind of multiple understandings of that experience myself, you know, that that's how it went kind of thing, you know, and, and there was so many different things along the way, you know, of trying to all of it, trying to find some sort of peace though, or some sort of home, you know, that I was searching for. Yeah. To, to land on. That's a, that's a very good, good way of sharing that because it's, it's this article that talks about the, the healing of the mind, in a sense. And it, and it talks about how when we sit across from people, the, the knowing that they're okay before they even know that they're okay. And, yeah. and I used to, I remember having this, this like tough time with that. And it was because, like you said, for me, it had to be all of a spiritual awakening or nothing in this sense. And not that anyone said it that way, but I sure as hell heard it that way too. And yeah. so things that were actually helpful for to people, I overlooked. You know, things that may have slowed their mind down, yes, cognitively for just a second, but even then, that gives way for space. Mm. Like, and so it kind of got to like, oh, okay. Like it, everything didn't have to be so deep in the sense in the in the whale that like just helping somebody smile through the day was okay too. You know, so I, that's what I kind of heard when you were saying it's like, you know, it was real rigid in the way of articulating and then start realizing like, wait, any way that I could articulate this, you know, because it's any way I could point to this and you getting it, I believe, explains what I'm talking about in totality that our experience is created from the inside up. Yeah. Like whatever way I choose to point that to you, once you get it, that's my understanding of principles that... Well, I mean, again, if if I walked you down next to the lake, if I put you in a workout, if I, I don't care what I use, like, <laughs> long as you lessen that that level of thinking where you could see your true nature and that you're connected to the creative energy source of life. And mm-hmm. from that, you become aware that what's in front of you doesn't have to be as scary as it is. And you get to you have a, a say in the perception you have of that, that it in front of you so to speak i mean yeah man, anything's up for grabs at that point like because again it still points to you have to create this in a sense from the inside out it doesn't work the other way around yeah and i think thought is such a binary system you know that it kind of it'll even if you have a an experience of your true nature thought will tell you that now you've got it it's exactly and and this is it it's kind of like and it will create a whole new belief system around Mm -hmm. it and tell you that this is it not that and it's like and then you go around projecting your belief system onto everyone else dismissing everything else that's all like you said and it could be just going and sitting by a lake you know is, is is an experience of your you have an experience of your true nature it's all it's all integrated. It's all part of it. You know, it's like, there's no it, you know, it's kind of like, but it's it's (laughs) so convincing and so compelling that I I always like the question, does a fish know it's swimming in water? You know, if you think you've got it, it's kind of like, then you probably want to look towards what that is, you know, because there's no it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I love that. So what's, what's new, man? What's fresh? What's, what's life like on a daily basis? 
Yeah, it's a roller coaster as ever, you know, it's kind of like <laughs> I, I went through this kind of blissful experience, I guess, of a couple of years after after initially um, realizing, like you said, that life was an inside out experience, not an outside in experience where so much suffering fell away, so much peace, so much beautiful experience happened, you know, it was like, yeah. I mean, that's all part of convincing the, us, ourselves about the it, the new thing that we found is it, the one, the way, you know, the only way, the best way, whatever it is that we decide, you know, it's kind of like having a more beautiful experience of being alive is kind of contributing towards that belief as well, you know, it's like, but after a while, I kind of um, finding a a beautiful relationship really sort of um, brought some trauma home to me, you know, it's kind of mm -hmm. like, so I started having all these contractions and kind of uh, sensations of the body happening to me, you know, in my yeah. life. And, uh, you know, I had to start looking at that stuff, like, despite what I thought I knew, despite where I was, but I, had to, I saw how it was showing up and how I was suffering as a result of stuff, you know, so I kind of spent a while going back into that old psychological stuff, because it just made sense to me to do so, you know, at the time. And there was certainly a period where I felt a bit like I'd gone backwards walking in quicksand, you know, and kind of um, um, was a little bit kind of stuck in there, you know, and, and um, but I feel like it's all integrated now. It all kind of makes sense, you know, and, and um, things feel really good. You know, it's kind of like I feel kind of clear about my my work with trauma. I've always had many clients come to me for addiction. And I guess what happened to me at the same time as I was having these realizations, I started to get clients like from from our community from people we knew and stuff and things like that who were saying to me hey look i've been uh i've been struggling with i've been saying my life's great but i've been really struggling with this uh this thing you know i'm getting these feelings in my body and these sensations and contractions and so on and it's like but i don't understand you know and it's kind of like so i, I it, like life presented me with these people and these opportunities and and everything in my work, I guess is the same with you is an evolution of my own understanding what Absolutely. really helps me to be of service to others, you know, to be there and to listen and to see more clearly kind of what shows up in this thing we call the human experience, you know, so yeah. I've done all sorts of different spiritual explorations and different things and looked at, I tried to remain somewhat disconnected from any concept, you know, just being open to, to, to life and being open to my, my direct experience, wherever that takes me and being open to looking at and listening to different things and different people and seeing the beauty in all of it, you know? Yeah. And again, that's why I, I love using you as a reference point, because I would, I would say that the same experience of mine, just like this, it's like, I don't care how, people hear it if they hear it yeah like you know and and so my my beliefs it it, it feels like now the relationship i have with beliefs that they're up for grabs show me something mm. like because it's just the thought anyway like these are up for grabs show me something because i'm only holding on to them to because of the fact that that's the limitation of where i've seen anything else to be true that's why i've hardened the thought into and then now belief mm. but but if you show me something new in a sense i'm willing to question it to look farther and move the metric on on that but the knowing those are not up for grabs those like those are not up for grabs 
those that's just there that's you know that's the system doing the system there are things that i just know right and 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 they they reveal themselves to me through you know a feeling where i don't have to question it so whenever i'm in a conversation everything else is up for grabs to see the beauty and like you said the unique way you express it the way you point to it the way you bring your experiences of life and and traumatic you know trauma and things like that how do you then still show truth through it to people how do they hear it can i oh my god i love that let's connect let's collect you know it's it all all in a sense works and and i don't um lynn told me one time lynn lynn robertson she said i get the feeling you just love god and you seem to be able to find him anywhere <laughs> yeah and and i was just like oh i like that like that's the game i'm on let me find god in you because yeah. i know and and I'm, i mean god in the sense of creative power potential you know for life i i know i know it's in there mm. and 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 maybe you have thousands and thousands of narratives and maybe you have hundreds and hundreds of traumatic experiences and maybe you have you know pictures and reinforcement in your environment and circumstances beyond what humans should you know deal with yeah but underneath that i still know that i know that i know it's there mm. that's not up for grabs <laughs> I have a um, some beautiful memories of that with myself, you know, because I was yeah. convinced, I think, particularly because I'd spent, you know, um, I was talking to someone and I kind of thought, you know, about, I know that you're a veteran, right? And it's kind of like, but to me, it felt like from, from my own subjective experience that I was in a war, you know, it's yeah. kind of like, like yeah. I was, I was, I was in physical danger most of the time, you know, it's kind of like people were being stabbed, beaten, shot around me. Somebody would take your money if you looked away, you know, it's kind of like, and I was constantly every day that I went out into this thing that I lived in, you know, it's yeah. kind of, that's what it was like to live on the streets. And like, um, you know, and then after that, even when I found abstinence, you know, what I would, what I was calling recovery, you know, it's kind of like all it was was like a whack-a-mole experience where I stopped, <laughs> stopped drugs and alcohol, but I picked up sex and gambling and pornography instead yeah. and food and the gym, you know, it's like they were my, my new drugs, you know, it's like, but they were, because they were somewhat socially acceptable and needed things, yeah, yeah. Like no yeah, one yeah. could find that there was anything wrong with them and I was okay to escape in those things. So when I found this understanding, I, I had these convincing and compelling stories, 40 years of eating disorders, multiple psychiatric diagnoses, multiple times in jail, years of committing crime, stealing from my own family, doing all sorts of horrific things that I really felt shame about why it didn't apply to me what you just said you know look yeah. that's okay for you you know it's kind of like i really get <laughs> i really get what you're saying and if somebody's done a little suffering or they've had a few things where they've done you know maybe they've done this and that that didn't go down too well he said and i can see why that applies to them but if you were like me 
if you were as bad as I was, if you'd done as much crazy stuff, as many bad and shameful things that I'd done, then you'd know why this thing that you're talking about that's good, that's underneath everything else that really exists no matter what, isn't true for me. Yeah. You know, and and there was two people in particular that from our community that just like never ever bought my story. You know, it's kind of like and, and and I spent a lot of time in fact I'm still in connection with them now six years later, you know, five to six years later. It's kind of like and um the amount of time it, it's really powerful when you keep trying to convince somebody how damaged you are and they don't, <laughs> and they and don't, they don't believe it. it. You know, yeah, they yeah. don't believe it. They just go now I can see something more in you because you start yeah. to see it in yourself. You know, you can't help but start to see it. What, like, what is it that these people are seeing in me that I'm not seeing in me? You know, it's like, how come I'm so convinced that I'm broken and damaged, but these people are just not, they don't even falter. They don't, they don't even like go, maybe, you know, it's kind of like, they don't, they, they just see something beautiful in me that I don't, you know, and when you, keep being around people or in that conversation where people see the beauty in you that you can't see in yourself, something happens, you can't help but see it, you can't help but just even, it's just like that little bit of curiosity, or maybe I could have a little look at what it is they're saying or pointing to, maybe it could be true that I'm okay, or I'm a little bit lovable, you know, it's kind of like, because I've like spent my whole life believing I'm lovable, broken, damaged, That that's, that's a byproduct of the system that we've that we've been in trying to get help or we've been around, you know, it's like, but there's a part of me that's, it's okay, right? I can see yeah. it, you know, it's kind of like, or I can, I can see good traits. And, and then I start to look more as soon as I get a little sense or a feeling of that beauty in myself. I start to go, Oh, that, that kind of feels nice. You know, it's yeah, like, I like, I like that. this. I like yeah. that. <laughs> so that's kind of like what it made me think about when you were sharing that, you know? Yeah. And like you said, I the reason I know is because I, like you, had so many narratives and stuff that if I found it in myself, it's surely got to be possible for everybody else because I figured myself as the worst, mm. you know? So that was kind of like how it hit me. It was like, wait, if I got it, then everybody in a sense should be able to get it. But you also pointed to something that, I love talking about and, and dissolving for people is this, this notion that because I may have had traumatic experiences while serving in the U.S. military and you live in an environment where people being shot, stabbed and dying or you getting robbed is a different traumatic experience. It's a different story. Mm. But our experience of how we kind of felt of death felt that your life was in danger multiple times throughout a day. So yeah. you're living from an angst that's creating inflammation within the body. That part about us is the same. I think that, so that for me, trying to qualify and quantify the narratives is, is we totally missed the boat there. Because what's happening is when somebody experienced what they perceived to be danger at the sense of losing their life, the system kicks in to protect them mm. and it's going to throw whatever behavior it's, I mean, it's almost like spitballing, throwing things out. Something's got to work for us to get back. Okay. And there's this hook that sometimes if we're not comfortable, if I was 
drinking at the moment I felt better. The hook says it was drinking. Mm. You know, if, if I was eating the moment I felt better and realized I felt better, the hook is thinking that eating was it in a sense. And I think what I've been, been loving is not having to qualify that for people so they could just hear themselves and underneath their story. Like, because it's, it's just their story every time. When they tell it and it's theirs, it's like, I, I get the narrative of it, but were you feeling like this? Did you? Yes. Okay, then we're, this, we're talking the same thing. And then as the young lady who may have been sexually assaulted or a young man who was sexually assaulted, like when I did a program about trauma and uh, as from an advocate perspective with Eric Zuniga, who was um, sexually assaulted throughout his youth um, and something by clergy. And, and again, when we talk about the feeling of it, we were talking about the same thing. Mm. And, and it was, it was like, oh, okay. I, I want to help people with that. I, I don't want to help people because every, every moment of my life that I kind of think about really helped me shift was when somebody didn't buy my narrative. It was something about it that it just stuck out to me that, okay, we're, you know, you try to discredit it, but it sticks. And, and it, one just came full circle for me because I used to get in trouble a lot as a youth, but I had an aunt who would always tell me that you're going to figure this out. Do not, you know, you're going to be okay. Don't trip. Like that was her messaging for me. And my, um, her daughter just had a medical issue happen that had her very scared. And so I was on the phone with her, you know, talking and she said, I don't know if I can, I can make it through this one, baby. And the first thing came to my mind was that's not true. I didn't know what else to say. I just knew that wasn't true. So I blurred it out. She said, what'd you say? I said, um, um, like, I'm just sitting there and I was like, your faith is stronger than you know. And she was like, what do you mean? I said, because actually this call is a product of your faith. Like you used to say to me when I was a kid, I would figure it out and that I would be able to help other people figure it out. Again, that it thing in the sense. But it was like, by you showing me that or believing that, through time, it came a point where I believed it too. And now what a full circle it is that I now get to offer you a safe space to help you walk through something that looks, I mean, we just on the phone crying, like just crying up, like at that point, you know, just like, no, your faith is so strong that it did work the way it, and it, it was just a beautiful moment. But yeah, I, I love the way you, you look at at this experience, this human experience mm. of life. I, I really do. Yeah. And I, I, I think for me, like, um, that's why I was saying, you know, it's kind of essential to see through the, the role of thought, the story, you know, it's kind of like to see what's underneath that stuff that we talked about, you know, it's kind yeah. of like, that's like, if somebody comes to me with that, and, and like, in, in my own experience, after that kind of dissolved everything for a while, you know, it's kind of like, I really felt like that was life was kind of blissful, joyful, nothing could bother me. But then after a while, I still started to have this 
physical experience sensations contractions you know show up for me so i yeah. like it didn't make sense to try and bypass that and just say it didn't exist because of what i knew you know it just made sense yeah. to kind of go well this is what's happening you know and from that place of knowing my true nature knowing that i'm okay i can kind of be with my experience you know it's like and, th and that was a, then a different a further different exploration you know it's like um of the body and looking at you know like that stuff that not necessarily going back into the past at all but kind of acknowledging the present you know being yes. in the present moment like everything is happening now everything is happening in the present moment whatever it is and and the only teacher that you will have is your direct experience you know of whatever's happening and sometimes that doesn't fit with whatever you're involved in you know the community the common language the the narrative the beliefs of whatever community you're in you know it's kind of like i'm having this experience but people are not talking about that or <laughs> something like or they're saying it's something else but it doesn't feel like that to me or something yeah. like that so it really allowed me to evolve even further and just be with my direct experience rather than trying to apply a concept to myself you know it's kind of like yeah. this is what's happening you know i'm having these experiences and uh you know and and i guess my own that's where my the evolution of my own understanding grew further into moving away from a concept and just moving into being with what is you know it's kind of like if you go back to the sid, sid banks quote of not being afraid of our experience you know it's kind of like whatever that experience is you know yeah. it's kind of like it is what it is you know it's like my body is every time something happens i'm getting a you know a contraction a sensation i'm having the the flight fright freeze or fawn response or something you know whatever the, the the stuff is you know it's kind of like these things are happening you know it's like so um you know i kind of tried to explore that stuff without really kind of fitting it into anything just to being yeah, with that you know and it's further free i'll tell you what it did for me it felt like a more i felt like a more embodied version of myself you know it felt like i wasn't a walking head anymore with a with a with a sophisticated understanding of spiritual process who really knew yeah. how everything worked I was more just a loving heart open to being with my experience. If I wanted to cry, I cried. If I wanted to love somebody, I loved somebody. If I wanted to run away, I ran away, you know, but I kind of acknowledged that part, those parts of myself that I disowned because, because of many years of being in this stuff, you know, it's like that. So it really felt like I was no longer trying to escape myself but I was just willing to be with what is you know and, and without trying to look good without trying to present a perfect version of myself or think that I had all the answers but more just being being alive and sort of trusting whatever's showing up for me you know yeah yeah I love that Sid has a, he has a, another quote in the missing link that talks about when the form and the formless comes together it's the oneness of life the oneness of God like that's what what it sounds like you're you're you know pointing to it's like what is is <laughs> you know and and i'm going to be in this dance with it you know as long as i am in human form you know um so that's that's pretty cool so i truly truly appreciate um you know getting the opportunity to to reconnect and have you share but i'm open up for you 
um, at this point to just talk to the community about any programs. Please let them know where they can find you, what you got coming. Yeah. Um, tell them where they can find the podcast and things like that. But again, thank you so much, brother, for, yeah. for coming through, man. And and you'll be the last voice to hear, but give them that Jason. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, it's a, it's, I never do this for to sell anything, but I'll tell people what I'm doing in case they're interested. You know, uh, what what's good for me at the moment, what I'm loving is uh, what I call a powerful men's exploration. Um, and I'm running a program for men. It's eight weeks long 90 minutes a week and it's really about undoing it's not about doing it's about undoing there's so many people selling their beliefs of masculinity of what it means to be a man of how you need to show up in the world of how you need to treat people of all this stuff it's an undoing of all that stuff it's a really seeing of who you are beyond all that beyond all those ideas that are kind of pushed on to us through through social media and so on and stuff like that and and from there, discovering your true nature, who you are, you know, it's kind of like without these ideas. That's one thing that I'm loving at the moment. Um, uh, the podcast, Misunderstandings of the Mind, I think you're going to be on it with me soon, you know, and uh, it's it's the first 39 episodes which have been done over the last few years, you know, I guess were my own story, you know, my own kind of those those conversations were beautiful conversations for me because they were really helping me see who I was in the process. Everyone that I got to do with somebody, I, I really took something from. So I share quite openly on, a, on all those episodes of my own experience. And um, now after those, I'm starting to have people that have seen the beauty of themselves, you know, that may have had some suffering before. So the next set of episodes are really going to be like, more like uh what was life like what happened what did you see and, and what is it like now you know it's kind of like so it really just highlights to show that if you're suffering if you're struggling if you've even if you spent a lifetime suffering that a momentary realization can change your life unrecognizably you don't have to go through long drawn out suffering or processes and all these things not that there's anything wrong with that if that's what you're doing but i'm just saying it is possible that you can see something in just a moment that can change your life you know like unrecognizably and that's what that's what those conversations are going to be about you know and that's kind of um that's what i'm loving doing you know and always my stuff with trauma and addictions and who many people seem to come to me for you know it's kind of like it's my passion because that was my life you know and that's kind of love anyone who's suffering struggling feeling that loneliness separation kind of struggle that that we go through you know um just helping them shine a little light on something that's beautiful you know thank you for listening to today's episode for more information about the podcast please go to 3pgc.org if you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new, fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind, have the day you deserve.